Deacons share in Christ's mission and grace in a special way. The sacrament of holy orders marks them with an imprint, a character which cannot be removed and which configures them to Christ, who made himself the deacon or servant of all. Among other tasks, it is the task of deacons to assist the bishop and priests in the celebration of the divine mysteries, above all the Eucharist, in the distribution of Holy Communion, in assisting at and blessing marriages, in the proclamation of the gospel, in preaching, in presiding over funerals, and in dedicating themselves to the various ministries of charity. I am Deacon Greg Sass, Director of the Office of the Permanent Diaconate for the Diocese of Rapid City. If you or someone you know may be called to the Permanent Diaconate, contact me at 605-343-3541 or gsass at d-i-o-r-c dot org. I'm Lori Hallstrom at the Catholic Chancery, speaking with Rich Olson, a parishioner at Cathedral Parish in Rapid City. He's preparing to be ordained a permanent deacon on October 8th. Today I'm going to ask Rich about his faith journey. Let me start with asking you about your life today. Can you tell me about your wife and family? My wife is uh, Mary Helen. She's the principal at the St. Thomas More Middle School. Obviously a very busy time uh, with the COVID and starting school and lots of changing protocols. That's what she's doing. I have uh, three children. Charlie is in Omaha, married two children. Katie is uh, single. She lives in L.A., a long ways from us. And Joey is married, and he and his wife have two children in the Twin Cities area. Okay. Didn't you have a military career? Yep. I spent uh, 31 years in the Air Force. That's what brought us here to Rapid City 33 years ago. I started off flying uh, B-52 bombers and then came to the B-1 bomber here at Ellsworth. The Air Force just kept bringing me back here. So finally in 2013, I retired and settled here and just started really, I mean, we've had a life here, but really kept engaging more and more in our life here in Rapid City at that point. All right. Now let's start at the beginning of your life. Where did you grow up? What were your parents like? How many brothers and sisters did you have? Uh, I'm an Air Force brat. I was born in uh, Greenville, Mississippi in uh, 1957. Dad was a, a fighter pilot in the Air Force. We traveled all over the place. I grew up in a Presbyterian home. Was, uh, I think, formed as a, a very good Christian, I, I think, I hope. And then uh, Went to college, met Mary Helen, and uh, we got married in 1979. Uh, I started in the Air Force in 1980. I started my, uh, my time as a Catholic also on Holy Saturday of uh, 1979. So this is also the, uh, this yesterday was my 41st wedding anniversary, and it was also back in April, it was the 41st anniversary of my uh, becoming a Catholic. See, so where were we, so. So you were a convert. Yes. All right. Was there a moment that you clearly remember the Lord acting or speaking with you? You know, I think we've had a pretty good relationship at times when I allow him to talk to me. I can remember clearly as a very small child, uh, the, uh, the kind of the traditional concern about what's in the closet. And I just remember feeling a, a real presence of, uh, I can't say if it was the Lord or whatever, but a, a presence of very calming, peaceful presence right next to me, even as a very small child. I think uh, just to kind of move that many years in the future, I think just recently uh, when we were having our pre-ordination retreat out at Sioux Spiritual Center, 
back in early August, right at the very beginning, I came in, and as like many people do, came into the retreat with a lot of concerns from the, you might say, the outside world. After we'd had our dinner and our first conference and entered into silence, and I was just sitting out on the porch watching a big thund- line of thunderstorms coming towards us, and the Lord really spoke to me there, just like, don't worry about those things that you left back in Rapid City. I have a plan. And he, and he really just kind of laid out, here's what's going to happen. Here's how you're, gonna, you're going to do it. And it just really gave me a real sense of peace and, and helped me really enter into the spirit of the, the rest of the retreat. What prompted you to consider the diaconate? Um, it really started oh, years back uh, when I first encountered deacons in our diocese and uh, was just impressed with the, the quality of the men and their spirituality uh, and, of course, the idea that uh, they were ordained as ministers in the church and yet still lived in the secular world, so, you know, to have that dual uh, identity, you might say. And that really intrigued me, and I, Mary Helen and I talked about it. So it's something I, I prayed about, considered for many years. Uh, I think some of my own natural reticence, uh, also the, the continuing volatility of an Air Force career, uh, really prevented me from seriously just thinking about that. Once I really settled here after retiring, a couple of my priest friends really were encouraging me that they felt like I had a, a call to the to the uh, diaconate. And I think what really began the more serious discernment of that was when Bishop Bruce was uh, early in his time here, gave a, a men's retreat based on uh, St. Joseph. And it really got me to think, I can I could do this. This gave me a sense that the, there was more to my life just than work in the, in the parish, but not, you know, something more focused than what I had been doing. Now, you said you retired from the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Do you work? Yes, I still work uh, with the Air Force. I'm uh, with a company that supports the Air Force in their uh, air crew training for the B-1 crew members. So I, I uh, help run the simulator uh, program for the B-1 crew members. What is one thing you've learned since starting this process that's really stayed with you? The importance of prayer. I had a prayer life before I started into discernment uh, for uh, deacon formation. The work at, at really building the habit of praying the Liturgy of the Hours really started to get me into a closer relationship with the Lord. Really, and I thought that, no, oh, I need to talk to the Lord about this more often. And it's certainly a trait that I've recognized. Mary Helen and I have talked about this many times, how so many times we would... Uh, um, ask the Lord for help on something, a problem or, or a dilemma. And we pray and we pray and we, well, please, Lord, help us. And then once we were done, once that problem was resolved, we go, thanks, God, we're done. We got it now. Call you next time. Whereas I've really been able to d- develop the, the, the habit of prayer, the sense that I not only have to pray, but that I want to pray, that I want to spend that time uh, engaged with the Lord in conversation, almost a continuous mode through the day. What advice would you give to those considering becoming a deacon? I think the same thing. Pray. I'd say uh, look for prayers for discernment. Uh, certainly look to uh, the spiritual exercises with, uh, that St. Ignatius gave to us. He gave some great insights on how to, how to discern the Lord's will. Talk to your friends. Talk to other deacons. Talk to your wife if you're married. And talk to your friends and, and, and your other family members. Get their sense of how they feel about you. Uh, and, but then gather all that up and then bring it to the Lord and, and offer it to him and ask him, what do you want me to do? What part of being a deacon are you looking forward to? My wife laughs at this, but I'm looking forward to preaching. 
just uh, we had a, a good opportunity this last year or so, about almost two years, I guess, just for some practical experience on how to preach and doing some, you might say, some practice homilies where Deacon Greg Sass, uh, our, our formator, would say, okay, take the readings from this Sunday and we'll come together during our formation weekend and you'll give a, a presentation, give a homily on, based on that. And then we discuss it and get, you know, obviously critiques and uh, constructive help. But I, I just, I, I really enjoyed the process of the, the praying over those scriptures and trying to discern how the Lord wanted me to, to present that back to his people. So looking forward to uh, doing that and hoping that the, and praying that the Lord will guide me and that the Holy Spirit will uh, help me to do that well. Okay, well, thank you very much, Rich, for coming in. We enjoyed talking with you this I morning. I had a great time, too. Thank you very much.